Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we revamp the best bits from your favourite late night show and package them into a podcast. Sen, Kush, how are we? Hey, good, thanks. Good. Uh, it was the first time I said that in a while, so I was mm. a bit worried I was going to forget. We actually got a guest here, Kush's brother, Kardik. Mm. Welcome to the pod. Salutations. They're salutations. Salutations. Indeed. I was <laughs> not expecting that greeting, but I'll take it. But um, look, it's I... Ball start from the guest. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very forward. Um, like, I heard Kush hosting the pod last week. Mm. It made me feel insecure, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he was good. There was some good podcast. There was some good hosting there. Where have you been, Ro? Where have you been? What have you been doing? I, uh, I was on a world tour. Yes, I know. So I went from Australia to Asia to America to Central America. What? Central America, really? I'm going to count that? No, you can't uh, count. Whatever. Cuba is not Central America. It is Central America. Is it? I, don't, I ticked, So on the way back from immigration, you know, the declaration forms, yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. declared stuff. I was worried about the oh, finance, wow. yeah, big time. And they said, have you been to Central, South or Africa, Central South America or Africa. Right. I, I felt like I had to tick yes. Yeah. I was going to claim is Cuba in Central America. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I, I've been back for, I've been going for a while. It's good mm. to be back. Sen, uh, when did you get back? I got back uh, on Sunday. So why are you still posting stories on your Instagram <laughs> of you being in Cuba, you bastard? Dude, there's literally no internet in Cuba and I have to influence. All right? I have an influencer now. <laughs> but anyways, I've got a couple, of, a couple of stories from my travels which have been good. First of all... Uh, Something to get off my chest because when I was in Vietnam, like, this really ground my gears. <laughs> so what happened was I was like walking around like Hanoi, sorry, not Hanoi. That's that's the place. Um, and there were like people begging, right? Yeah. Except the people begging weren't Vietnamese people. Oh uh, yeah. They were like backpackers. Yeah. And they had a sign like any 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 money for my travels. Uh, I have no money. Like I need to get home or like you know fund me for my next tour of South America or whatever. And these people are like sitting down, like Western people begging for money for these Vietnamese citizens who, when I was like doing tours, like they paid like $1 equivalent an hour. Yeah, Oops. I've heard now I've heard about that and that's fucked. Do they get, surely no one actually gives money to them. Like, I think other tourists give money to them, but I just nah. like, looked at them. What? That's so know. dumb. Why would you give them money? Sounds like an absolute scam. Yeah. yeah. Absolute scam. Like when I was like walking around, I'm like, you guys are genuinely like, Did you spit on them? Privilege. No, I didn't spit on them. <laughs> Did you try and bash them? Here's my wife said. I feel like that's the. <laughs> I feel like that's the only scenario where you can bash a homeless person and it'll be okay. Dude, I, I agree, but like I was a bit shocked because I thought <laughs> those those views do not belong to the Quindle brothers. Just want to make that clear. That means I'm just going on our own little tangent. <laughs> Cardi can push like uh, I gotta share this on Facebook. <laughs> That's true. It was a joke, by the way. Yeah. But anyways, there was so there was those kinds of backpackers, the ones that just like, hey, fund me my travels. Yeah. Then there were another sort of backpackers who were begging. Mm. Um, but they were like making little bracelets and stuff. So they were selling. So stuff. they were selling stuff on the floor. Okay. Um, do you pay that? Yes or no? Mm. That's one way of discovering yourself internationally. What sitting on the, the floor? <laughs> like, what were they selling? <laughs> making bracelets. Like, it was like anklets and bracelets. Was it any good? Was it no, good? No, it was like it was like string and beads and uh. stuff. I mean, at least quality. at least they're selling something at that point. But do you think it was stolen goods that they were selling? Uh, no, no, could no, be. Yeah, absolutely. true. It could be yeah. not stolen goods. Surely, really? Not. Why would they? Were they steal? I didn't think they were stolen. I goods. I mean, they're out there begging for money, so anything's possible. Yeah, no, that makes mm. sense. But um, also, one more thing that I have. So I went to Vietnam and India with my family. Yeah, right. And I, I went like I haven't been on a family holiday for a while. Uh, it's like my last trip for a while with them, I assume, because everyone has different schedules, everyone's getting busy, so I went with them, it was good. Um, but what are your thoughts on family vacations? I love them. Big fan? Yeah, big fan. Why, what's wrong with it? No, you you, you seem to have... Yeah, what was that? No, I had a good time as well, but I know you that sure? people... Yeah, yeah I had a, I actually... He wasn't able to discover himself in yeah. his family. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Well, Carter, you just went overseas for a bit. I did. By yourself? 
with my, with a mate. Yeah, oh, okay, fine. Mate, but like not yeah. with family. Not with family. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Why don't you take Kush with you? Honestly, Kush doesn't travel. You know that. Oh, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a travel fiend. You know. I'm what not... do you do, Kush? Yeah. What do you do, Kush? <laughs> <laughs> oh, back back on road. What was <laughs> no, because I know a lot of people like like family holidays, but they start fighting with their family and stuff. But I had I spent like a, a good two or three weeks with my family. Well, it's a different experience. Had a lovely time. I don't know. I, I barely see my family during the week. So mm. like when I go on mm. holidays, like the first time I'm actually seeing them and like living with them properly. Yeah, and actually so talking, to common, talking to them. A common occurrence for you? Uh, family holidays, yeah. yeah. Once yeah, a year. Once then goes, then yeah. goes on a couple of family holidays. I think for us, it's been, what, nearly six years? Yeah. Six years? Yeah. Hey, we, we, don't... we went Gold Coast in my first year uni. Yeah. Uh, that was a one-week trip. Yeah. That was about it. Not very international, but... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Like, family yeah. holidays, domestically, internationally. I think yeah. the last time family holiday was, yeah, Gold Coast, yeah. Yeah. Kush's parole officer won't let him go anywhere <laughs> further than... 200 meters. 200 meters. But yeah, anyways, that's, that, that's my like, quick updates. Um, so you got some questions for Cardic. Let's oh, get yeah, to know we'll, him a little we'll bit We'll get better. to know Cardic a bit better. Um, so Cardic is Kush's brother, but I, I look at Cardic and he's got no mo and he's got a full head of hair. <laughs> Are you sure you're related to Kushagra? <laughs> I question that every day. <laughs> like I look at you, got a nice lush uh, salad on your head. And then I look at Kush and he's struggling. Receding hairline. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's receding quickly, brother. Yeah, look. Isn't that, it, wait, is it? Is it the mother's side or the dad's side that you so get? I've heard it's the mother's side, yeah. but I'm not sure if there's any genetic proof to that. Ah. Yeah. Is your dad bald? No. It's actually more... Is it, I, I don't know. Is, is your mum bald? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kush, how have, you, how have you been stitched up with these genes? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, a bit of coconut oil helps every day, dude. <laughs> give us your... No, give us the skin... You were telling us the hair routine, right? There's a hair routine, yeah. Well, I mean, anything on Google will help you out. Yeah, of course. That's I mean, the most I, trustworthy seller. Yeah, it's like turmeric, a bit of coconut, a bit of onion, all that stuff. Are you yeah. rubbing that on your head? Hang on. Are you making, like, a curry? Or are you... <laughs> He's making curry on his head. <laughs> well, well, someone yesterday, uh, we, we went out to a mate's place yesterday. Someone said they put, what was it, egg and yogurt on oh, their yeah, head. Oh, egg on yogurt. What? what? Yeah. yeah. To on- stop hair loss, I believe that was the, yeah. Yeah, look, I didn't believe any of that, but um, apparently that's a thing. Dude, there's so many Indian remedies yeah, that yeah, are yeah. just... This is bro science that it's fine. I do know one Indian remedy that works is if you've got like a, a wound, anything like that, pimple, small cut, a bit of turmeric. That heals it up quite nicely. Dude, this is the second time someone's like tying turmeric on Turmeric helps, I'm telling you. I don't I think like we've it. ever said turmeric this much before <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Why I don't like it. Work? Huh? Why does I, it work? It's like old Indian spice. Like Indians love turmeric. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, next Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. Kardik, what do you think of Kush's Mo, by the way? Pretty pedo. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no one actually rates your mo. Do you want me to leave this no, podcast? I, I, I rate the mo. I don't mind the mo. Thank you. I, I think it adds character. I think he has more hair in his mo than on his head. <laughs> well, that's that's it's a big one. You want Rohit's approval. That's, <laughs> that's when you know it's good. Um, so Kardik, uh, you guys are siblings. And I did ask this to Rohit's brother as well, but who's the favorite child out of you two? Ooh. Why are you thinking about this? I'm thinking, <laughs> about, <laughs> thinking about certain scenarios. I don't think there is a favorite child oh, in okay. our household. Yeah. In the Nyman household, speaking. in the Rohit's house, there, mm. is there a favourite child? I forgot what the answer yeah, was. Yeah, my youngest brother. The youngest. It's always the youngest that's the favourite. That's not the dog, is it? No, no, no. Ah, dear me, that's good for me, Kush. Kardik, I noticed that you drove Kush here today. Why is Kush so useless at driving? I ask this question every day. I mean, it was just, I think it was on Tuesday night, he was out watching a movie. And I get a message around 9.30pm. Yeah. Like, can you pick me up at 10.15 from Thornley Station? I'm going, what the fuck, man? Can't you just take an Uber or something? At just least? walk. Thornley's not that far. Here. All right. Walking at 10pm alone. 
I don't Th- know. Thornley's Bro, a dangerous anything, place, dude. If anyone's, if anything, everyone's scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so, Kardik, you are an actuary. Um, a budding I, actuary. Sorry? Not there yet. Not there yet. Not there yet. I, I'll be honest, I actually don't even know what an actuary is. So, can you please explain to me and everyone listening what the fuck an actuary does? Oh, I question this every day. Um, you seem to question a lot every day. Yeah, I do. <laughs> You're doing a lot of questioning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need more answers. Yeah. why I'm here in the first place. Um, look, an actuary does a lot of things. It's initial, it's... Basically, what is it? Financial risk management, right? And um, so, could you explain that as well? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll give you in an insurance context. Wait, I truly don't think yeah. so. That's, <laughs> that's what my job is. Just, in, right? Okay, you know what? Don't worry. Don't about worry about it. it. Don't right. worry okay. about it. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so, on a scale of one to The Walking Dead, how worried are you about coronavirus? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Walking Dead level. Honestly, you reckon with that? Yeah. I'm uh, I'm World War Z level, dude. Bro, have you? What are you? Are you panicked about coronavirus no, so yet? I had no do panic. you even know what coronavirus is? <laughs> no, I, I got like on the news at work that it shows some coronavirus stuff. But I thought, yeah, whatever, it's like a virus. And then yesterday, said we were hanging out, and um, you told me there was no cure for coronavirus. Well, yeah, not yet. Not yet. And so that that's when my panic level started to reach. <laughs> oh shit, peak. am I gonna die? <laughs> because I was like, that's just a virus, dude. Like, surely there's antibiotics. It's like a bowler, right? It's like dangerous if there's no treatment, mm. but there's a treatment for it. I'll coronavirus. I'm sure they'll eventually yeah, find before something. Before I die? Look, you're not going to get coronavirus here. Unless you just... You know, apparently there's four cases here in Sydney, so just avoid oh, those areas. The suburbs again? Uh, yeah, so if you're yeah. in Eastwood, yeah. Burwood or Rhodes, Rhodes uh, yeah, that's it. don't come near strife. us. You're yeah. in strife. This is not a racism, this is truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three um, cases from those three suburbs. Suburbs, yeah. yeah. Well, what's the correlation there? We're not going well, that right. No, no. <laughs> All right, our last question. So, Carter, you went to our high school as well. Mm. Um, do you remember any of us and what were your thoughts on us? So, I never went to high school with Kush. So, oh, when I left, he came. Oh, yeah. That's oh. right. You can only have one Kundra yeah. at a time. I did remember Ro, though. I yeah, did I was, remember Ro. I just said, I don't think yeah. we ever interacted before no. today. Yeah. But you do remember Ro. Why? I do remember I'm Ro. worried. I have a worried look on my face. <laughs> no, it was just as normal curry faces walking around. You get some faces that you remember, some, some you don't, right? Mm. So, I mean... I've had great memories of Norman. I'm so sure you guys have all had great memories. school. Great school. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's the end of my questions. Was there not anything else you remember, particularly with these two? With these two? With a bus crew, perhaps? Oh, the M60 lads. <laughs> oh, part of the M60? So we used to catch this bus. It's not a gang, by it's the way. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the, the Hells Angels or the Comancheros. <laughs> we called it a gang. You guys were a gang. 100% so, a gang. Literally all it was is we caught a bus to school that was called the M60. And obviously we caught it there and back. And we uh, we built a name for ourselves, I feel. We got up to some mischief on that bus. There was an assembly made for that. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, specifically Specifically the for the M60 crew. Mm. What, what, what was that assembly about? Someone... Well, so okay, apparently someone had sexually assaulted someone on the bus, mm. but it turns out it was someone else from another school, so it was all good in the end. Mm. But there were a lot of normal kids on that bus. Oh yeah. yeah so oh, and then there was another was occurrence of apparently someone from our school pushed a pregnant lady on the bus. On the bus, on yeah, the bus, or off really? the bus or something. Something, <laughs> something about pregnant lady. That's all I remember. Mm. Anyway, that, that was in the past. We've moved on. We've matured. Yeah, the, the, that that bus group was. Mm. Um, yeah, they did get up to some mischief. Like we used to press the buttons. You remember that, Sam? So like every every bus stop button, we used to just press it. So even if no one was getting off, <laughs> so I remember like, there was one I, afternoon okay, in particular. Half, I have to admit, that, turned, normal, that bus stop took maybe like trip, sorry, that bus trip maybe took forty minutes. That one yeah. trip yeah. in particular <laughs> took about an hour and a half because it kept stopping. Because we yeah. literally pressed it at every stop, and the guy, just, the bus driver, just gave up at some point. He stopped the bus. Like someone has to get out. <laughs> like, you like, can't keep pressing the stop button. Someone has to get out. Uh, and of course, we put our heads down and just waited. So we uh, just. 
bartender. Oh, uh, dude, who was that? I swear it was the guys behind us. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. All right. Um, I've got my uh, weekly article. So um, this week, uh, a woman was accused of pooping in an attic parking lot at least eight times. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> eight <laughs> times? Appropriate response, yeah. One time would be like, okay, eight times. No, 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 no it's no. not okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, no but poop in the fucking fucking <laughs> lot, mate. <laughs> All right. So. Did you seriously just defend <laughs> once? No, but I mean, like, response-wise. Like, eight times, one time. There's a difference, I, I feel like. Do you really think so? I actually think eight times is better. Like, eight times you have a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, eight times there's something seriously wrong. Well, yeah. she defended her problem with a medical term. Irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, IBS. Oh, IBS. That's classic. Yeah, but, but she was uh, arrested uh, on Wednesday. Um, the owner of the store said, yeah, she's done it nine times, but eight were confirmed. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to the last. <laughs> Perhaps there was an alibi that day. <laughs> We're not too sure. A phantom Wait, poop. So she's done it nine times, but eight times each. No, no, it's like separate, separate. Like I think every week it's happened, and then oh, so the, right. the um, owner, like you know, he's got CCTV cameras for you know for appropriate use, and you know, he's stealing anything like that. But he sees like this woman shitting. Oh. In the lot, so. Same time every week. That's 11am <laughs> Time to shit in the parking lot Would that uh, make it weirder if it's a schedule? 100% Or does that make it normal? Uh, I think it's just your routine you It's know? a routine It's all about yeah. routine Morning routines yeah. I've learned are so important I think the best thing is that her name Her last name is Grocer as well Grocer <laughs> yeah, Grocer um, Where did you find that? I've got my sources Alright discuss the sources Anyway shall we move on? Alrighty, guys, for our first segment, we're bringing back The Price is Right. So, as you all know, Kardik, this is for you too. Uh, this is how you play, essentially. I've got some goods or services from Craigslist, America. Um, it, we're actually going to Chattanooga in Tennessee. I don't think you can say that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially, I've got some uh, yeah, goods or services between $100 and you guys have got to guess the nearest $5 how much they cost. All right. All Simple. Okay. Alrighty, for the first one. Lost cash, five indi- individuals, a hun- sorry, five individual $100 bills. How much is the reward for handing in five $100 bills? Oh, this is, um, is this, surely it's not as simple as $100 is worth $100. No, no, it's, it's $500. Oh, so it's $500. So how much, yeah. So it's somewhere say, between zero and $100. Zero to $100. Are these real bills? I do not know. Any description from uh, Monopoly maybe? Mm. Do we know? No. So it's just five lost hundred dollar bills. What currency is this? This is yeah, all USD. USD. This is all USD. This is all USD. Right. Might be like some sort of drug money, and they need to get it back. And mm. So they'll. I would offer like seventy bucks. I reckon. I'm gonna say forty five to that. Cardi. Hundred and twenty. This guy's a stinge dude. Okay. First of all, <laughs> zero hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just explained how to play, my friend. Um, no. So it has to be between zero and hundred, Cardi. All right. It, so you want to have another guess? Actually, yes, no, sack that. that. You don't deserve, <laughs> no, you you deserve, deserve that. Go. Fair enough. Fifteen dollars is the reward what? for giving in five hundred dollars. I don't know about that. I just keep the cash. Um, all right, the next one: office admin role required for re- repossession company. Previous repo experience at plus must own a handgun and a baseball bat. <laughs> 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 this is a real ad. Like, uh, I'm not making this up. And a baseball bat. Oh, and a baseball bat. Um, how much are these pa- this company paying per hour? Oh, so it's a per hour sort per of hour thing. Per hour sort okay. of thing. Can you imagine that? Like an Indeed to seek. <laughs> 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 Eligibility handgun. Keep in mind, this is Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm, I don't Tennessee. imagine their wage wage levels are very high. It's I would definitely say less than 100. Definitely less than 100. <laughs> 100. <laughs> 
Good, good from you, Clark. You're learning, mate. I would say twenty an hour. Actually, that seems high. I'd say fifteen an hour. Good for. I'm going for twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Thirty. Thirty. Sen has got the first point of the. It's ten dollars an hour. You got to think, right? It's the US, mate. It's USD as well. Yeah. After like they break their legs. After they don't pay, do you reckon they ask for tips or what's the, <laughs> what's the etiquette there? All right, this is an interesting one. The, the headline reads this. Idiot needed to beat vanilla. What? Vanilla sum in Super Mario. Oh, sorry. I actually spelled that wrong. Me, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like reading on it. This does not seem right. Idiot needed to beat vanilla dome in Super Mario World. Super Mario World. And the, the description goes like this. Help, I can't beat the Vanilla Dome in Super Mario World for SENS. I've tried 476 times. I need a random idiot to come over and do it for me. The wizards are driving me insane. I've almost lost it completely. Will pay how much money to complete that level? Has anyone ever played that game? No. no Super Mario World? 476 times though. Yeah, that's... I don't know. This okay. guy has no life. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, so he obviously has no job, so he can't afford to offer much is what I'm thinking. So I think mm. like I'm 10 going, bucks probably. I'm going 25. 17. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't really know how this is going to work, but it's $20. So Kush and Kardik. They're both right. You're both right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm going to need... <laughs> Like increments of five. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Seventeen. Trying to make the game. You said twenty-seven lightly. last yeah, round. Yeah, exactly. But twenty-seven yeah. an but hour makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty bucks. All right. Uh, next one is free human-sized hamster wheel. <laughs> human size. I would actually buy one of those. So to I, be honest, I actually saw the photo. I was looking at the photo of yeah. this one, and it's like literally like the husband or something. Hands all fours on the hamster wheel, and there's like a mini gif, and he's like running over the over the actual hamster wheel. So it's actually human size, and you can run on it. You can, yeah, you cannot. I said on all fours, you can. Oh, on all fours, trot. What's the right? It's like a homemade treadmill. Yeah, no, it's a treadmill with extra steps, really. (laughs) Well, how much are you charging for a human size hamster wheel? Yeah, I would, I would pay good money for that. I'd pay at least fifty bucks, I reckon. Seventy. 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 Forty. Forty. It's all USD. I feel like it's the the currency's maybe throwing you guys off a little bit. All right, the final one is, this is a service, professional bearer of bad news. Um, <laughs> and the description, the description says is, this. Is this real? This is, I'm being dead serious. I, I haven't made any of this up, I promise. Like, I was, it no, no, me- I, was, I was on board with like the human, uh, what was it? Trad, uh, hamster wheel. wheel. I believe that, but this I just don't believe. It takes me a long time to find these ones. Because like, most of the time it's like, oh, baby doll for sale, whatever, right? This is professional bearer of bad news. And then this is the description. Basically, you'd hire me to break bad news to people you don't have the balls to say yourself. Want me to break up with your significant other? Hire me. Aunt Ethel's dead? Hire me. <laughs> you keeping the baby when a one-night stand wants an abortion? Hire me. And this guy charges uh, a certain amount of dollars per bad news broken. Per mm. bad news. Right. So okay. what is he charging? 25 I would like to have that job. I you, you're just a job. perfect third party. Mm. You come in, you break the bad news, and you go away. I would use that service. I'm, I'm a coward. So the, I actually, I forgot to. I thought this might be a bit too long of a description, but I'm pretty sure the last part of the description said something about, um, you know, need me to ba- break bad news to your bookie that you can't pay him back. Like screw <laughs> you, I'm not paying him back. <laughs> I value my life. So there's like those dicey situations in the bad news. So where you per might, bad news, he charges an, an, an like a dollar amount. Dollar amount. Okay. But the thing is, if you wanted to, I feel like this would be a perfect job. But then imagine if, let's say, you break up with someone's girlfriend, mm. but she gets aggressive at you. What well, do you do? Well, then well, you you're have just to... delivering the bad news, right? 
Yeah, that's how you walk away. You, they're, they're, don't well, shoot the messenger. Yeah, that I'm saying comes <laughs> <Yeah>. from somewhere. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Obviously, the message is being shot. In America, they'd definitely shoot the messenger. That's very true. All right, how much for the bad news? <laughs> 15 bucks per bad news. I'm 25. I'm going a bit higher. 35. 35 yeah. cent is spot on. $15, no. double points. Oh, well done, Senny. Three points. Cardi Kush, one point. <sighs> and I uh, got the rest. Is that how this game works? I think so. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Lovely. All righty. Alrighty, guys, for our first segment, in honor of 2020, we're bringing a new segment to the table called This Should Have Been Me. So here is where we recount some near-death experiences that have, uh, that have happened in the last week or two, uh, or ever, really, um, and then ask the question, it should have been me. Mm. So, um, Sen, I believe you have a near-death experience that you'd like to share. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were going to start with you, but okay. Um, yeah, so I... You said in the last few weeks, this happened 15 years ago, 16 <laughs> years ago. Uh, let me take you back to 2004 Boxing Day, the tsunami that hit uh, a lot of Southeast Asia. So I was in Sri Lanka at the time um, and we were going to go to a temple and you had to get to the temple, you had to take a ferry because it was, it was on an island. Mm. Um, so we were gonna, getting ready that morning um, and luckily my uh, dad's uncle said, no, no, come to our house, we'll just have some meat, we'll have a good time, don't worry about the temple, you don't need to go. And my mom's like, oh, I think we should go. My dad's like, no, nah, no, nah, you know what? I do, I, I'm feeding some meat today. Let's go mm. go to my cousin's house instead. So we went there. We were having a good lunch. We turned the TV on and just absolute hysteria on TV, just like floods and tsunamis just hitting all these places, including the place that we would have gone to really? if we chose to go to that <laughs> temple. So it should have been me. That is dice. And instead, yeah. millions of people died instead. So, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't really know where to go from there. <laughs> I could Wait, have so, been a statistic, but instead here I am. No, but telling you the reckon story. like if you were on the ferry, mm. you reckon there would have just been a wave? Well, yeah. Like there were they, like that area was hit with like, like massive uh, No, waves. but I'm saying like obviously the wave needs to break, right? Yeah. When you're on the ferry... A tsunamis are traditionally like quite small waves. And then they they, the once surface, they hit the right? surface, yeah. right. I'm so, not sure, but... Uh, you reckon like on the ferry, you would just felt a little bit of a bump. Well, I wasn't there, was I, right? Well, I'm just saying, let's just hype, like, hype, speculate. Okay, right, speculate. Yeah, I think it is. You, you won't see the wave until it hits the land. So then like you come back from the temple and it's <laughs> like, where is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> is that insensitive? Wow. Yeah, There's a lot of water around here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's quite wet here. Where is everyone? Oh, boy, oh, is it monsoon season? <laughs> just, just another quick tangent, right? How far after a tragedy are you allowed to joke about it? Oh, that's... I think we've discussed this before. Have we discussed yeah. it? No, we've discussed I, it like in person, but on the, on the cast. I, I think we, we did. Have, we yeah. did. We talked about 9-11. When can you make 9-11? I think it was a generation oh. or something like that. We said a generation, oh, okay. yeah. The memes come out pretty quickly these days. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You get, yeah, you get memes the next day with that's any... That's hot off the press, you're yeah, right. exactly. Like when they killed that Iranian bloke, mm. when they assassinated the Iranian guy, they had memes literally a couple of hours later about World War Three and shit. Look, I mean, if it's trending, it's trending, sir. <laughs> I'm actually a bit scared of World War Three. We're like prime age to be conscripted. Like no, we're not. We're older. No, we're not. 18 to like 24, I'm pretty sure, is the, the prime year. Oh, but I'm you know, very unfit, so there's no way they're going to take me. They'll take anyone. So I'll be a conscientious objector. Uh, yeah, you're going to be one of those. I have they? to be a conscientious objector. That's <laughs> why so I should have done medicine. Should have become a doctor. Then you have an actual excuse not to get conscripted. Don't they just take you, but you're the medical doctor? Ah, okay, well, fair. Well, then <laughs> he does the action at that point. That's true. That's anyway, fair. we've gone on a mad tangent here. Right, anyways, I had... Okay, so the reason why I brought this segment up is because yes. I was... Like Sen said, in Cuba recently, um, survived the Havana club shooting. <laughs> um, but when I was in, I was in a place called Varadero, and we uh, just finished on a night out, me and a couple of mates, and we decided to, we were heading home. Uh, we heard some music somewhere, so we're like, oh, let's follow the music. 
So uh, me and my that three musketeers. That seems like a reasonable thing to do in yeah. a foreign country. So we were just wandering around listening to the music and we were looking for the music. We met these two Italian girls who also were doing the same thing that we were, which is kind of strange. But anyway, I digress. Um, we hear the music coming from this like one complex, right? And there's like an entrance and there's a fence. And I was like, should we just jump the fence? Like, see what's up? So me and this other girl, uh, we'll call it JP is her name. We jumped over the fence. We jumped over the second fence, went around the barbed wire. And we're just like, oh, okay. It's like, no, we didn't think anything of that. We just like looked in. We saw the party. There's like a DJ going, but there's no one really dancing. We're like, ah, it looks kind of dead. Like, should we just tell the others there's kind of an easy way to get in? But, you know, let's not party. Yeah, we'll just go home. Right. So we walk around to the, uh, the front of the... So we jump back over the fences and walk around to where our friends are. Um, and they're standing in front of a guy with a gun. And we're like, well... <laughs> oh, this just escalated. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what do we do here? So like, we walk up to them and we're like, what's up? This guy's like screaming in like Spanish. Um, he's yelling at my friends like with his gun in his hand. Yeah. And all we could hear is like, military, military. Oh, right? shit. And then what happens is the Italian girls, they know some Spanish. And they're like, oh, no, it's like a, it's a military base. You can't get in. Jeez. And so we walk back around and we see all these signs prohibited. Um, do not wow. enter. Trespassers will be shot. Oh and then I'm like standing here like, I, uh, dude, I don't know, you know, if I'm grateful for life or like what's going on here. But like what happened when the guy was pointing with my friends with a gun, I was like, well, this is it. Like I thought I was going to die. And I didn't have my passport on me or anything. I thought they were going to, you know, just capture me for being an American spy. They hate Americans there, by the way. Mm. Um, yeah, they looked at you and definitely thought American. <laughs> American right? but, uh, that was my near experience. I don't know if that really counts, but the guy with the gun. I, I don't know. Yeah. How does that not count? <laughs> I feel like I should have. What kind of gun was it? Like a big daddy, like a long rifle or something? Or was it was just a handgun. No, this is a big daddy. Like it's a machine. Yeah. It's like an actual military assault gun, rifle right? for sure. Fuck me, Jesus. But um, yeah, that was. It should have been. Me. How did you get out of that then? In the end, no. There's actually surprisingly little security in a Cuban military base. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just jumped over the fences and we saw the DJ go on like a hype, and we're like, "Oh, it's a decent party." Um, but. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going on there. There was no. I just don't know like, why control. you thought in Cuba it would be a good idea to jump over fences and break into places. Yeah, especially in Cuba, dude. <laughs> it was. We were just looking for some music, right? We were looking for a kick on, <laughs> and that was the you one place where I realized no. Well, there you go. I'm sure that I'm pretty sure they got your heart racing. They did. It should have been me. <laughs> All right, guys. Today we're bringing back conspiracy corner. So, uh, I, like I said before, I was uh, in Melbourne over the last few days at the Australian Open, and I saw a few things that uh, uh, made made my brain tick a bit. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a sus guy. I like I like to uh, cynical, cynical. That's the guy. That's what I was looking for. And uh, I, I always uh, I'm a sus guy. <laughs> that, that's also that true as well. <laughs> I look sus. Uh, but no. So with the tennis, um, for two of the courts, you have to buy tickets. Like they're reserved tickets. With the other ones, you just line up on the day and like you just hope to get in eventually. As people leave, you get in. Mm. Um, so it, you can be waiting up in line for like two and a half, three hours for these courts. Um, so we were standing in line and we were about an hour in and then a girl comes out and it's like, all right, guys, you know, this is gonna, it's a pretty long line. We're at capacity. It's going to be another hour and a half in this line. And we're like, all right, fine, fair enough, whatever. We want to get in. So we, we moved a bit forward in line. She comes back again and she's like, all right, guys. It's like we've moved like maybe a good... 30, 40 meters up in the line. She comes back again and she's like, oh, it's going to be two hours from here. And we're like, what? are you, you taking what? the piss, mate? And so people were starting to get annoyed and starting to get angry. And so some people were leaving and like next to where the line was is a ticket booth. And so with that court, you can, you can either stand in line and get in for free or you can just buy reserve tickets 
and just get a guaranteed ticket and you can go in straight away. Mm. And so I feel they were kept coming in and they kept updating us on how long it would be. I saw people in front of us leave, go to the ticket booth and buy tickets and just went straight in. Mm. And so we thought that as well. So one of my people I was with, they went straight into their phone and they're like, fuck, we can just buy reserve tickets, 110 bucks. There's five of us, 550 bucks. I'll do it right now, bro. Because mm. we were in line for two and a half hours and like the line was not moving. And they kept saying, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be another hour. It's going to be another hour and a half. And so we were literally dead set, like 30 seconds away from purchasing $550 tickets when literally the game ended and like so many people left and we went straight up. So my conspiracy is they, they actually don't know how long it's going to take for you to get in. They just say nonsense just to try and rile you up to get you buy tickets. Is that, a, is that a conspiracy? That, or sounds, is that, that just, sounds fairly real. Or is that just a good yeah. business plan? I feel like it's just business, you know? They're making money off that. That's exactly right. Yeah. I remember I used to do this thing where people people waiting in line. Yeah. Um, and I would tell them 45 minutes. Oh, you would like, <laughs> just turn around yeah, and be like, hey, guys. I, I would just like, walk for? around the line. Huh? What was this for? Oh, just for when I was lining up for the free clothes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what is free clothes? Talk about being sus. <laughs> <laughs> I would go up to the people in front of the line. And I would say, oh, this like an hour and a half wait, guys. Like, it's up to you guys. Do you want to say? It. And like, Jesus shorter the line for myself. I don't know if that's a. I, I wasn't conspiring. I wasn't. No, you're just an asshole. I was just, <laughs> you're just a dickhead. I actually want to wait in the line. <laughs> well, no. To be fair, these people were wearing uniforms, so they were legit. They weren't just random Joe Blows who decided to <laughs> just tell stir them. some shit up. No, it's also the thing. In like, you know the. I recently went to Universal Studios and I was in the line for some of the rides. Yeah. Um, and then they have like the 45 minute wait from here. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, wait yeah from that's here. right, yeah. Like I found them wildly inaccurate. Yeah, they are. Like I found them like really, like they, one of the rides said it was an hour wait. Mm. We got in like half an hour. And then there's usually like that lane for the express lane. So like you pay the extra 200 bucks and you can like just go straight to the front of the line. Oh, that's, the, that line that's how they get you the as well. biggest stitch up. Mm. Yeah. Time. It's like that lane, that lane, like everyone just buys the express pass. So that line is also long. Exactly. It's like you're not winning either you're way. You're not winning yeah. either way. But anyway, back to your story, Sam. The, yeah, that's, I reckon that's a good business ploy, especially if you have the ticket booth right there. It was right there, like literally next to the line. That's just beautiful product placement. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> um, I have another one as well. So on the theme of... So I went to the airport and I took the train to the airport and back from the airport. And I noticed on the airport line, they only run the new trains, the brand new trains, like the, the ones that they released last year or the year before. Right. So my conspiracy is they run that on the airport line. So tourists come in and they think, oh, Sydney has a good transport system. <laughs> but then once you get into like the Western line or something, there's little rust buckets that are barely legal. Um, but no, that, that's my conspiracy. I think do, you remember, they, do you remember like back in high school where you used to catch, I think it was the train that went to Hornsby. Did you catch that train? Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that like the intercity that, one. No, that train was the worst. Like the, it was like basically a metal box. It was the old <laughs> like rumbling constant yeah. machine. This is the express train, right? Yeah, yeah. No, just yeah, like yeah. oh, dude, I just remember sitting on those trains, no air conditioning. Yeah. No, it was like, like an oven. It was like a third world country. A <laughs> <laughs> big dead serious. Like there were trains in India that were better than those trains. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Those were terrible. But for the tourists, they, you know, they roll out the brand new trains, air conditioning, nice seats, still bright. Yeah. Again, I think I, this is just good business strategies, you know. It's not business, it, but I, it's definitely good tourist strategy. It's a good yeah, tourist strategy. It sounds legit. To well, me. no, because like and there's so many signs at the airport. Sorry, bro. There's so many signs at the airport, like oh, you know, airport link, 15 minutes to the city. Mm. Take the train. Take the train. Obviously, they wanted to get people off the road as well. But yeah, they they roll out the nice trains for them. None of the uh, none of the tourists are going to like out west, though. You know what I mean? Like that's true. They're in, staying in the city. In the city, is there good trains and and buses and whatnot? It just depends on what line you're on. Uh, but the intercity, actually, no, the city circle trains are also pretty nice as well. Mm. So they're just catering to the tourists. It's like the university catering to international students. That's anyway. how I describe it. Sorry, anyway. It's just the ramblings of a madman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, guys, I've got my trivia of the week. Um, and in honor of coronavirus, I've got a nice little coronavirus question for you guys. Um, so, this isn't, so this is just one form of coronaviruses. Uh, scientists know of a few other different coronaviruses that can infect people and make them sick. Do you know how many there are? I so don't. It's between one and ten. I'll give you a hint. Right. Is it like is the next one like Budweiser virus? You don't need. <laughs> That's a terrible. I knew someone was going to say Wasabi virus. <laughs> no, they're all called coronavirus, but there's different strains of it. <laughs> don't tell me. It's a ter- wanna, no, it's a trivia. Come on. Oh, sorry. All right. Answer. So you got to have an answer. I'm going for seven. I was going to say seven as well. I was going to say five. How the fuck did you both know it was seven? Dude, expert here with coronavirus. <laughs> Kush is actually just that worried that he's already looked all this up. <laughs> but yeah, so, so there's already seven different uh, versions of coronavirus out there. So, you know, this is normal. It's nothing okay. to get worried about. All right. It should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I've got my fact of the day. Um, so the US government spent uh, $277,000 on pickle research in 1993. Pickle? Pickle research. Pickle oh, research. There you go. There you go. Alrighty, well... I'm glad you're happy with that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm genuinely speechless. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Oh, dearie me. Alright, if you want to hear more of our episodes, check us out on iTunes and Spotify, at Critical Banter. Um, You can find us on the socials, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to DM us for any questions for Ask CCB or unsolicited advice, please do so. Do not forget the Google Docs, as usual, fellas. Thank you, uh, Cardi, for coming on. Thanks, it's been an absolute pleasure being on the Critical Banter. Thank you very much. And uh, for the other boys, we'll see you next week. See ya.